You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey guys. Listen up. This is the SEC Insider Hit, powered by Miss Kelly Furniture, Mississippi's number one, number one sleep store. All right, we'll discuss uh, Tom Brady retiring and Sean Payton too. The Denver Broncos. Our next guest, Jeff Duncan, NFL Saints Insider. NOLA.com, and of course the book, Peyton and Breeze. Uh, He has a relationship with Sean Peyton, talks to him all the time, and was talking to him yesterday as this thing went down. I thought uh, Jeff wrote a great article last night, uh, NOLA.com, about this, and I also think Mickey Loomis did a heck of a job, and I think of pigs get fed, hogs get slaughtered. Uh, Jeff, as this thing was playing out, first of all, welcome in. And as this thing was playing out, did you think that the the deal was off in Denver, or did you never feel that way and you thought it was still on the table? What and then it got done? No, because Denver had never ruled out Sean Payton, right? I mean, that that report came out from uh, from some credible source that said they had they talked to certain other candidates and told them they were out and Sean Payton wasn't among them. I think there was a reason for that. And I always felt like there was just the whole Harbaugh thing, Bo was really out of nowhere. And I think that is what derailed everything in Denver and caused a lot of bad reporting out there and a lot of speculation. And frankly, you know, probably put Sean Payton on the, I don't want to say the back burner, but I think, Jim Harbaugh probably was their top candidate and Sean Payton was probably 1A because they're both proven head coaches at the NFL level. All the things you've heard their ownership group say they were looking for really boiled down to those two guys. Everyone else to me was a drop-off. So uh, it made sense to me when Harbaugh got back involved. And I think that needs to be clear. Harbaugh initiated the contact with Denver from what I've heard not the other way around. I think it's it's being a little bit uh, tempered down now from, from the end of Harbaugh. But as I understand it, Harbaugh got back involved into it and then backed out again. So uh, it was a strange recruitment. What's the deal? What, what did you hear on Harbaugh? I, he can't make a decision or Denver in the end didn't, didn't want him? Yeah, I think I think he backed out again. I think it came down to strictly money. Uh, you know, as I understand it, there was a lot of negotiation over terms of the deal, and um, you know, this is this is it happens all the time, Bo. It just it doesn't it doesn't ever make it to light, and it hasn't really made it to light there. But I think uh, their interest in Jim Harbaugh was obvious and it makes sense for Jim Harbaugh to be interested in Denver. This is a really good job. I understand why Sean Payton's excited about it. Uh, You've got a really strong, deep pocketed ownership group. 
you know, that wants to win in a very competitive market, a high, highly, uh, you know, successful over the years. They've won three Super Bowls with different coaches. So, so there's a lot of reasons why why that's an attractive job, and um, and it made sense to me why Sean Payton was interested in this one. The one thing that I wasn't 100 percent sure on was his interest in coaching Russell Wilson, just because of everything I've read about Russell Wilson uh, from afar and heard and through the grapevine of the league is that, you know, he's more of a, uh, a branded quarterback at this point and, and less about doing everything it takes to be a leader at that position. Wow. That's going to change quickly now with, with Sean Payton there. Jeff Duncan, NFL Saints insider on the Out of Bounds show. Yes, it is. Uh, you've been on the show talking about that. I read your book, Peyton and Breeze. I mean, this guy is no nonsense when it comes down to it. And there's so much money left on Russell Wilson's contract. Do you think that, are you surprised knowing what you just said about Russell Wilson that, that Sean Payton went ahead and took the job? No, because I think that's the thing that people got really wrong on this whole Payton front was, the quarterback is the quarterback. I mean, if, if it doesn't work out with Russell Wilson, Sean Payton's looking at this job as, you know, a 10-year job. You know, he he's confident he's going to win, and he's looking long-term. So if it doesn't work out with Russell Wilson in a year or two, he'll move on. I don't I don't think he ever looks at something as we've got a, a one- or two-year window. That's just not how, how you know, these big-picture decisions are made. And I think he's going to go into it with a very – strong uh, support of Russell Wilson and confident. Uh, the one thing I would say is, I mean, you're going in there with a guy that's been to nine Pro Bowls, won a Super Bowl. I mean, it's not like he's got a guy that uh, doesn't have the ability. I think he, he's going to build an offense around him, just like he did here in New Orleans with Drew Brees. It's probably be a very similar type of offense because the skill set's involved. And I really believe they're going to be successful right away because of that roster is so much further along than what Sean took over here in New Orleans. Jeff Duncan on the Out of Bounds show. When you talked to Sean Payton yesterday, was there anything that really stuck out or or jumped out at you as y'all had a conversation? No, I mean, not really. I mean, I think the thing that uh, people don't understand, there's at least a, a, a segment of the New Orleans Saints fan base that I think still feels disillusioned by Sean Payton and what happened a year ago. And uh, it's clear to me in, in conversations, not just with him, but people around him. I mean, he was really burnt out a year ago and he needed that break. And I think he didn't know how long it would take. Uh, you know, when he, when he talked to Gail Benson and, and Mickey Loomis about where he was at a year ago, they told him, take your time. They understood it was serious. But he's done that before, Bo. I mean, he grinds himself into a pulp every season. He's an obsessive-compulsive coach. And when he's in the game, I mean, he grinds himself to uh, to nothing. And so he's, he's had these end-of-season, uh, you know, life affirmation sessions before, not sure where he was at. So I think people in the organization understood Sean needed some time. But this was different a year ago. He really did need to step away for his personal and his professional, I think, sanity and health. And he needed, he didn't know when, when, it, how long it would take to recharge his batteries. But people, there's a segment of people saying he quit on the organization and 
left town, and it's just unfortunate because that's not the case at all. And if there would have been an opening here in New Orleans, if they weren't locked into Dennis Allen and wanted to support him, he would have come back here in a heartbeat. He he loved it in New Orleans and loves the organization, loves Mickey Loomis and ownership. Uh, that this he this thread that is developed lately that he turned his back and hated New Orleans and wanted to leave is just so misconstrued and 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 misrepresented. Okay, with I thought Mickey Loomis made a really good deal. I mean, you could always talk about oh you want more, but I do subscribe to you know pigs get fat hogs get slaughtered how did you see it jeff well i think it worked out as good as possible for for loomis and the saints uh there was not a lot of other options i really believe especially after talking to sean yesterday that it was either denver or fox Uh, you know i don't think he was going to arizona i never felt like he was going to arizona there were just too many hurdles to clear there for that organization i don't think carolina was a good fit either uh so Really, what other options did did Mickey Loomis have at a bargaining table to negotiate? Was he going to try and drive a, a bigger deal? And you have to think about it this way, Bo. Both George Payton and Mickey Loomis, they needed this deal to work. I mean, both of them were coming off very disappointing seasons as general managers. Their clubs were expected to be much better, so they needed a little bit of a win here, right, uh, in the court of public opinion. Mickey Loomis needs to get some draft picks here. If he doesn't get them, uh, there's not a lot of hope for Saints fans, and there's not a lot of hope to build this roster back. So I think it worked out well for him. I think it worked out for, well for George Payton, who clearly uh, failed in his first coaching hire in, in hiring Nathaniel Hackett in Denver, and that was that was a uh, you know a, a outright bust. Mm-hmm. So they had to get Sean Payton or someone of his ilk to kind of uh, you know rally the troops and 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 the fan base in Denver. That's a that's a really rabid fan base out in Denver. I'm not sure people in, in in our area of the country understand. I mean, Denver is right there with Kansas City, Green Bay, New Orleans, and Pittsburgh. I mean, it is a crazy Broncos town, right. and they've been highly disappointed. So I think this hire was certainly well-received in Denver. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. He is Jeff Duncan, author of Peyton and Breeze, Saints NFL Insider, NOLA.com. And he joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. So one thing that you talked to us about and you wrote about was how demanding, and you mentioned it earlier, how demanding Sean Payton is and the fact that Breeze could handle Sean through kind of a military, militaristic background and that he thrived on it. Yeah, are there's you, no doubt. So are you confident that they, I mean, I, I look, in the pros, you can spend as much time as you want with these guys. So they'll sit down. They'll start to cultivate a relationship. I guess Sean's going to be dead blunt with him, right? And explain to him what's going to happen and, and what the schedule's going to be and what OTO, o, OTAs are going to look like in, in a couple months I don't think there's any doubt I think Russell Wilson's looking forward to this I mean this guy's a competitor I think you know in some ways you could argue that that it wasn't a good fit with him and Nathaniel Hackett they didn't maybe use him quite the way that Sean Payton is going to use Russell Wilson and Sean will build to his strengths just like he did with Drew Brees just like he did with Taysom Hill here Uh, I think 
a, a pro, a veteran like Russell Wilson, especially at this stage of his career, coming off his worst year, is going to welcome hard coaching. Is going to welcome a new outlook and a new voice. And and there's okay. a reason he was calling, you know, calling Sean Payton personally to to recruit him. He he knew that this was a great chance to resurrect his career. And he he's good friends with Drew Brees. I'm sure he's had conversations with Drew Brees as well. Ah, that's a good point. Uh, what do you think is next for the what What is realistic for the Saints at the quarterback position? Jeff? I think everything's open now. I, I think they can move up in the draft and get a targeted first rounder if they want. They can sit where they're at and get one as a developmental prospect and bring in a veteran bridge guy. I think they could bring back Andy Dalton and have him be the bridge guy. I think there's a lot of things in play there. I know they really like Andy Dalton. Now, whether he's the guy they think is the starter going forward or not, I don't know. He's certainly not going to come back for one year, $3 million after the season he had a year ago. It's going to cost them more money. And that's where really where their limitations are. How can they get creative with the salary cap? If they want to bring in uh, make a trade for Derek Carr or try and go get Jimmy Garoppolo and free agency, it's going to cost money. And, and they are very tight uh, again against the cap. It's not, un, you know, impossible, but you'd have to structure that deal and backload it like they've done before, and then you get into the same problem that they've had, where they end up, uh, you know, with a bunch of backloaded deals. So I, I don't know that anything is not on the table, but I'd be shocked if they tried to get into the big game hunting of bringing in a, a you know, a twenty million dollar year quarterback. Okay, so that takes Derek Carr off the table, in Jeff Duncan's opinion. Well, I mean, no, I, I think they could do it, but. I wouldn't do it if I were them. Now they're not going to pay him twenty million dollars next year. They're going to have to re, you know, restructure the deal, backload it. Um, but I, I just, to me, that seems. Uh, I, I just, I'll be surprised if they do it. Put it that way. Okay, I want to switch gears with you. Uh, you've covered the league for a long time, Jeff Duncan, Nola dot com. Just your thoughts. It looks like this is it. The GOAT, Tom Brady, retires, drops the video this morning, uh, makes it quick, got a little emotional. You've gotten to see him play live. You've covered his career. Jeff Jeff Duncan's thoughts on Tom Brady wrapping it up. Well, I think he goes down in history uh, unequivocally as the greatest quarterback in league history. I don't think anybody could argue against it. I mean, that position's all about winning. We judge quarterbacks on championships and wins just like we do head coaches and he did it at the highest level for longer and better than anyone. I, I think anybody that would doubt Tom Brady just needs to put on the tape of that Saints Bucks game this year where the Saints dominated that game all the way to the last three minutes and gave him a crack of an opening and paid the price. I mean, even at the age he's at with a team as bad as the Bucks were offensively up front, no protection. Uh, he drove them to two touchdowns when they had to have it. That is the greatness of Tom Brady, uh, even in the later stages of his of his career. Uh, the guy was a winner. You know, he didn't play the greatest game that game, but when it mattered, he won it. And that's what you need at that position, a field general. And uh, other than you know Drew Brees and and Peyton Manning, uh, they're the only two I would put in the same category as far as being a leader on the field uh, in the modern era. Wow! All right. Uh, what do you, what do you think is next for Aaron Rodgers? 
Boy, that's a good question. I don't think he knows yet. Uh, you know, I think we all want to know an answer, and I think he's going through a very similar uh, thought process that Drew Brees did late in his career where he's trying to decide what he wants to do. At, at some point, you know, Bo, these guys have made so much money. It's not about money anymore. You know, it's about what you what's going to bring you personal happiness. Uh, you know, winning is a big part of it, especially for guys like Rodgers, Brady, Breeze, they've won at a high level for a long time. So I would be surprised. If he's going to get a chance. If they want to make a trade, he wants to move on, and everybody wants a fresh start. He's going to have a chance, I think, to have a say in where he goes. Uh, I think that would happen, and I'd be surprised if he went somewhere like the rumors of the Jets where you're kind of rebuilding. That doesn't seem like the right move to me. So I would think he stays in Green Bay or, or maybe just calls it quits altogether just because – uh, you know, the guy can't work out a deal somewhere else that's going to be compatible. If I were Dennis Allen and Mickey Loomis, I would at least explore, you know, if, if there's interest. That's sure. That's the kind of roster that I think he would see and say, yeah, you know, they're just a quarterback away from being right back in the mix. But he's going to cost money. He's not going to come at a bargain basement price. Okay. We'll leave it there. Jeff Duncan. NOLA.com. Saints NFL insider was all over the Sean Payton uh, to Denver Broncos and the picks and everything else. I think Loomis did a good job, too. And as Jeff said, we'll see what the Saints do at the quarterback position. Now they have the 29th pick in the first round of the NFL draft. and can't. Well, right now, as Jeff said, that could change. But at least they have the asset to play with. Jeff Duncan, thank you, my friend. Appreciate it. Anytime, Bo. Take care, buddy. Peyton and Breeze is the book. Jeff Duncan, NOLA.com weighing in on the Saints, and uh, they got some assets. And how about that? Kick the tires? Why not? I mean, you got to make, you got to, how many teams at least just put out a feeler? It may not even go more than three to five minutes. But uh, are you interested? And it is a well, I cannot believe I'm saying this. It is a well-run organization uh, the last, you know, 15-plus years. And Loomis is wildly respected. Aaron Rodgers to the Saints. Um, he said maybe Derek Carr. He wouldn't do it, though. He didn't go there. He just said, I wouldn't do it. But if they did, they would not go for $20 million. They would, you know, backload it. Da, 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 da. They like Andy Dalton, which kind of surprises me. Um, and then do they find a development guy? I don't. I don't know. There's don't there, there trade up guy. for one in this draft. I'll say that much. Fair enough. I I would take Carr for a few years. The difference in Carr and Rodgers is with Aaron, you have no idea how long you're getting him. That's right. He could he could come play a year, he could play 5 years and neither one would shock me. Right. And you're going to play the whole will he won't he game every season. If you go get Carr, you've got him for whatever 3 4 years, whatever you trade and sign him to and you're not going to deal like right. that's going to be your guy for a window and you're not going to deal with that again. I know locally when it comes to quarterbacks, Blake, we will, and he's still playing, um, but we will keep an eye on Gardner Minshew. That's right. Because he's the hometown guy and free agent. So yeah. And see where, you know, this is strategically for Gardner. This is a big deal. I mean, he's kind of got to make the right, it's unfortunate he didn't play well in the two games that he played for Philadelphia. 
Yeah. I think there's enough on tape again with the Jaguars who were totally dysfunctional where Palazzolo has told us this guy has really been able to execute at times. Absolutely. That that uh NFL GMs know or front offices know what he uh he's a hey, high- they know what he can and can't do. Correct. And that's, that's I think he'll be a highly coveted backup. I think if he had put a little bit better film on tape with the Eagles, maybe he could have had another shot at like a spot starting job, right? One of these jobs in like New Orleans where you're trying to find a viable starter for a year before you figure out the long term plan. Right. I Gard- I'm sh- Gardner Minshew. There could be there's gonna be some more guys. Moving around. They oh, they're always big a name is, is Aaron Rodgers and well, Derek Carr. Jimmy Garoppolo is one that I think about. Jimmy G can play. People can say what they want. He can play. He absolutely, I, he can win on Sundays, baby. I disagree with Jeff Duncan in that I think Aaron Rodgers to the Jets is a real deal because I don't think the Jets are a re, I think they are so much closer than than people realize. Again, if they had scored, I, go, I use this stat, their defense was fantastic all year if they scored 22 points in each game they win 11 games this year yeah that's 22 points is nothing i think Salah's a good coach let's switch gears mississippi state uh with a big win last night over south carolina and chris jans can coach uh you know you look at at this roster and the way they played the last couple of games actually more than that um I mean, they played Alabama 66-63 and just didn't have enough gas in the tank. TCU, South Carolina, Shaq Moore is coming on. Uh, Tolu finally got going. And, man, you know, their spacing and ball movement is 10 times better than it was last year. Now, I know a lot of you have liked, have enjoyed throwing Ben Hallen under the table, including Blake, but I do want to give Hallen credit. Uh, Shaq Moore... Is Ben Hallens? I know that was a massive roster turnover for Chris Jans. Okay, it was, and more power to Jans for for at least making this season respectable. Because I thought they could be eight and fourteen, to be honest with you, and not fourteen and eight. And I darn sure didn't think they'd have any quad one wins or at this level. Uh, Shaq Moore can play, Tolu can play, and he's getting, you know everything he can out of, you know, Tyler Stevenson and some other guys. So we'll see. uh, Look, Missouri at home, you're adding another 1,500, 2,000 plus people on Saturday, you know, at least. The the hump will be loud. The The lower level will be packed. You'll have people in the upper level. Of course, those are good seats. And the fan base is already fired up about this. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how it, how it looks from there. Um, March madness. Here we come, baby. Well, that's not where I'm going, but he has done an amazing job and he needed a guard to get going. And between Davis and Moore, and maybe find something else. The Stevenson, you know, Stevens Stevenson's a combo player around the rim, uh, but can mid-range you and things like that. Very athletic. Uh, Missouri, if they win this weekend... Be a huge win. Yeah, then, then you're talking... 
to this point, they haven't beaten anyone in the SEC that matters. So this would be the actual first SEC win that is. It would. Tyler Stevenson transfer from Southern Miss. And he's an older dude. He's. Yeah, I think he's starting to maybe figure out his role. I mean, he just got there. So the Out of Bounds Show is driven by your next Ram truck, Jeep Grand Cherokee, or any pre-owned or new SUV or truck at Mack Hike in Flowood. And that would be MacHikeFlowood.com. That's MacHikeFlowood.com.